You're having to go out to Forney. You're having to go out to Princeton. You're having to go well, way out of the Metroplex to even find. And you're talking like a 1,500 square foot, three two, very basic. Yeah. For 350, 325. Because they're building the so, hell out of Princeton. They are. They are building yeah. the hell. I yeah. mean, Princeton is going to have a mall we this pl- time next year we at this point. We flipped house there a few years ago. We're like, dang, we should have kept that thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We'd have made twice as much. Yeah. Because I think they've got like, what, three or four? I think they've got like four new developments out there. Oh, yeah, at least. Yeah. I know. Like, it's crazy. So I would imagine it's harder yeah. for you guys to find properties to flip, too, then with we, all we this going on. We are not flipping properties right now. I'm about to say, y'all selling. Um, yeah, we're no selling. 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 I mean, you know, we're working with buyers and sellers. And if we get an investment property, we're honestly just selling them to other investors or buyers that we know. We are not taking them on as flips ourselves. Yeah. So. But, I mean, it's not. I mean, I mean, at this point, it's really not a flipper's market. Just it's not. And with the, the craziness of like prices of materials going up and down yeah. and labor. And we actually fired our whole construction crew last year. <laughs> yeah. There's unknown factors that you just can't control. I mean, especially when you're looking at the cost of materials, I mean, shortages and, now. Oh yeah. Like even the conversations we had, cause as you look at it and everybody's saying, well, the cost of houses are going up. It's like, yeah, but you didn't calculate the cost of everything to put in. It went up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I still have to buy that house at the exact same price. Yeah. Cause I didn't make all the money. Home Depot did. Like <laughs> it wasn't though, me. Seriously though. It, the cost of everything went up. So there was like a, gosh, how many months wait on windows recently? Someone told us. It was like 12 weeks, I think. Yeah, it was like almost four, or it was almost four months, I think, away for windows for, for windows. our house. We're yeah. even waiting for, um, we're waiting for our solar to get put in right. through Tesla, and, and we finally got the permits approved for it. But now they're telling us that everyone that was on hold for mm. material now they're mm. getting theirs first. Sure, and we've been trying to get solar since last year. Yeah, you're on a wait list. That's wild. Yeah. So this market is not normal. Interest rates are coming up a little bit. I've heard they, quote unquote, they, whoever they are, yeah. right? the experts, the, the experts. <laughs> say that we could see interest rates go up to 5% by the end of the year. Because mm-hmm. Prime so, is going up, right? Mm-hmm. So right now, I think we're hovering around 4 Don't quote me on that. They just went up. So um, they say they could go up to 5% by the end of the year, which will you know, decrease the buyer pool a little bit, which is unfortunate because, um, you know, if you're approved for... Three hundred fifty thousand dollars house, three and a half percent. If five percent, you don't qualify for that three fifty. Right, right, right. You're down to three, so it's hard. So yeah, that changes it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. But it doesn't matter. I mean, they can. But then they can put more money right up now, front, right? If they have it. If oh no, I mean, I'm just saying that like, that's the that's the payoff. Yes. It's like okay, that interest is going to go up. We can't approve you for as much, so you got to put more money down. Right. And uh, right now, what we're seeing are you know people offering twenty, forty, a hundred thousand over. What this asking price is, appraisers are coming in low. These people are having to bring that amount over asking to the closing table. So if you don't have thousands of dollars to bring to the closing table on top of what you're paying for your closing cost, yeah, your lender um, cost, then you're pretty much not getting it. You're not well, yeah. Or you're yeah. going way outside of your parameters that you don't. You're going somewhere you don't want to be. Yeah. So it's hard for buyers right now. In my it's opinion, really I think the interest rate's just going to kill people on what they can afford. Yeah. Like, they're going to buy. They're just not going to get what they They're going to buy, but instead of going out and getting the big house with a small interest rate, they're going to get less of a house and pay more interest rate. So the rich are just going to keep getting richer. 
Golly. And then and other like, companies as buying long as up all these homes and turning the rails. So it's just like. Multiple companies are doing that. Yeah. So that's just stripping. That's wow. That's just wild. But here's the me. bottom line. As long as, like I keep saying, as long as they've got their thumb on the scale, it's going to keep going in their favor. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter. And we get trained as a society that we keep our eyes out for, oh, interest rates going up. And like she said, people will fall off. But people still have to have houses. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. And if somebody or something or some entity is out there removing product, supply and demand becomes the tilt. Oh, so 100%. No matter, yeah, so yeah. you sit around and say, okay, are they raising interest rates to cool off the market and stop the buyer pool? That's what we were trained to think. But they're really just tilting the market more towards a different group. In their favor because all they're going to do is raise the interest rate. The buyers are still going to have to buy, and they're going to have this small amount of inventory. So they're just going to pay more interest on a smaller house. And that's not something our brains have been accustomed to for the last ten years. Oh, true. We've been very used to getting like two, three percent, basically free money, and they're tired of giving away money for free. They're like, look, y'all got us when the market crash. Now we're coming back. Like, we need to get our money back. And even five percent in the history of. Real estate is still low. It's still low. Yeah. I mean, I hear about in the 80s when it was 12, 15% to yeah, buy a house. It's like buying a car. 18 to 20%. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 18 wow. 20%. Yeah. To buy a house. So 5% oh. is if still you buy low. buy a car with bad credit. Like, with the prices the houses of were homes, yeah. the prices of homes going rising so fast, you know, it just makes it so much harder for these buyers. And renters, it's not any easier. There's no rentals because people are like, well, I can't get a house. I'll just go get a rental. We're seeing 40 applications, 50 applications on one house to rent. And they're, say it's listed for 1800 to rent. Someone's like, I'll pay you $2,500 a month. And I'll pay it all up front. I'll pay a year up front. I'll sign a three-year lease, whatever you need me to do. So, so basically, to get, to get if you own a house. home is, is, is where the money's at right now. Okay, so why, Well, there was another why? big change it, during the 2020. You, you know, you had people that were being locked down in other parts of the country. I mean, imagine you're sitting in New York. You're in about a 650-square-foot mm-hmm. studio flat paying oh a shit ton of money for it. Pay and they say, go ahead and work out of that flat. And you're sitting there going, this sucks. You're telling me I could work from here? Or Ohio or Texas, Texas, Texas with the big backyard and the kids can get out of my house. We're out of here. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm going to rent that house. And the landlord goes, have you seen it? I don't care. I can do anything for 12 months. Mm-hmm. I can do anything for 12 months, more than 650 square feet within three people. I mean, seriously, though. That's the thought process. Really and I can go to Texas and I can actually get out of my house versus New York where they say I can't go nowhere. No, you're locked mm-hmm. up. So it was a whole mindset change and people just like. And honestly, if you can work from a computer, you can work from anywhere. I mean, fair. All of a sudden, I can live in Montana and have a ranch. or yeah. Especially with a lot of these companies basically saying, like, and then I guess for a lot of companies, it's like, why am I going to have the overhead to lease this building, right? To have all this overhead to bring all these people in and computers mm-hmm. when it's like, you already got a computer. You already got a place to live. You're work from up. there. Yeah. Now I'm saving money on overhead because now I don't have to have y'all come to this and pay right. electricity and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah but the history is always showing up. I hate to say it and be the bear of bad news. Production always, defaults every damn time. And once the, the production defaults, the they gotta bring them back in. Yeah. Huts back in here. Cause I'm sick and tired of your kids distracting. And 
I mean, we flipped a house during 2020 and we couldn't get a straight answer because we had to go to one person's living room to be transferred or called over to another person's living room because they didn't have the answer. And then they had to get me to another person's living room. And this wasn't an easy transfer. From like, the city of Fort Worth. From the city of Fort Worth because everybody was working was. from their house. Oh, my. And I'm sitting there going, this is crazy. You should be able to like look over and say, hey, Betty, well, when can we do Betty this? over in overriding. Or let me go walk oh, over to that department and yeah. see if I can get you an answer. But also, now, now I can't walk to the department. I have to get on the phone yeah. and Be nine times home. out of ten we don't know really what betty's doing and for some reason she just isn't calling us back mm. right betty's okay. on vacation what's she been right doing <laughs> betty's watching netflix series yeah. right now like she don't want to be interrupted right now oh. it's okay, so that's hard fair. you know and i just it's say for buyers and sellers like just find a real estate agent to work with that is knowledgeable about this market it's not always you know there's other things you can put in your clients offer that helps them win the offers. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, yes, it's about the money. Most sellers are like, give me top dollar, but also, you know, do they need a lease back? How, you know, I have no clue after, what that is, but okay. <laughs> so after you sell your house, after you close, you're going to let the seller stay there for a week or two weeks or whatever it is to move on to their next home. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay, sometimes okay. offering that up can go, Hey, that helped win us a deal, you know, or, um, how much earnest money you're willing to put up at the beginning, you know, that shows oh. you're serious. Okay. So typical used to be 1%. If you're buying a house for 300,000, you put 3,000, put right. 10,000, put 20,000. Yeah. Something. You know, just let them know you're serious about buying this house. So yeah. there's a lot of other little things. A lot of little ins do. and outs behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. So to get into the story that. <laughs> oh my gosh. What? Do we have a story? Right. When we were, <laughs> no, when we were trying to sell our home, the town home. <clears throat> Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I ran into the agent that did your open house the other day. Oh, yeah. He came up to me and he goes, you're Teresa, right? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, my gosh. He's like, I've never had anything like this happen. He starts telling the story, but we'll let you know. <laughs> so it was, I guess, the day it was the day before my mom's birthday mm. because I went to go pick up a birthday cake. And we were actually, uh, for the showings that weekend, we uh, went to a hotel and mm-hmm. stayed there. And I didn't want to deal with having to pick up and leave because we had a little dog. And it's just, it's such a hassle, yeah. even though it's just a little dog. <laughs> but and we, this house was a three-story. Yeah. So I had an, another agent in my office that we decided to do an open house that weekend. Right, right, so right. Another had another agent host the open house for us. And oh, I think I know what this is about. <laughs> oh, please tell this story. So, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I... Don't typically look at my cameras. Um, the cameras are, well, they, they don't have any sound or anything, so I can't hear anything. But I just like to have security in my home because we have a lot of things Absolutely. that I don't want people to take, you know, mm-hmm. or mess up or just break. And, you know, I saw somebody grab a tissue from my <laughs> coffee table. I'm like, that's weird. But <laughs> I saw people taking selfies in my home. Oh. They were just... Yeah, so many things. I'm like, what is going through these people's My Anyway, to get to the story, I did not check the camera that day. I went to go pick up the birthday cake, and uh, when I got back, then I started reviewing all the footage, and then I saw this man and this woman coming inside the front door. And so I checked that camera, and that was the front door camera. Then I checked the inside camera at the front door, and they walk right past the realtor and go up the stairs. So... Then I switched to the upstairs camera and I'm watching them and they're looking around and and it's an older man and it looked like a, what appeared to be a younger woman. And 
I don't know what their conversation was, but he walks over to our massage chair that we just got. He had a massage chair in like the corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. in the corner of the room, Very and nice. and actually the the camera was right above the massage chair, so no I don't way you could not see this I camera see right, 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 directly right, right. above this massage it's chair. Like you just have to be that oblivious. Yes. So I'm watching it, and then he sits in the chair, and so I pause it immediately, and I'm like, "Why is this man in my chair?" And I call Teresa, and I'm like, "This man was." in my massage chair and she's like what what's going on and i don't even remember what what you exactly said i'm gonna call that agent and see oh yeah because it was a three story and there were multiple people coming in and out so it was very hard for him to be on all three floors impossible impossible but you just think people have a certain decency in someone else's home someone else's home you don't sit on their furniture you don't use their massage chair you don't you don't go to the bathroom in their house like you know what i mean i mean it's just not what you do. And it got even worse. So I saw that. And then she's like, well, let me call. You said you were going to call the realtor. Mm -hmm. So then I hung up with her and I was just, uh, my friend Kendrick was with me at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was telling Kendrick, man, I'm so mad. I can't stand these people. They're coming in my house and during COVID and they're doing all these things. So then I decided to play the rest of the video and the guy's sitting in there, he's getting a massage. And then all of a sudden he starts taking his clothes off. He stands up. No, he didn't stand up, remember? Well, he At didn't stand up. At some point. He, okay, he stood up when he pulled his oh. underwear back on. Yeah. But he sat in my chair and, and took all his clothes off, his pants, everything. And he was butt naked in my massage no chair. No clothes, y'all. In no an open cl- house. My thing is, is what there. if someone uh, comes upstairs while you I butt naked somebody would have. in this chair? That's indecent exposure. You have to be... Not right in the mind, right? That, like that just, something has to not be right with you. you can, the elevator don't go up all no. the way. So the guy is getting, I'm, and then when I saw that, I called Teresa back and I'm like, Teresa, this it gets worse. In my chair. When I tell you, he was a little hysterical. He sends me the video. <laughs> I send it to the agent. The agent ended up, because by this time, I think the open house was over. I yeah, don't remember. It was wrapping up. Yep. It was wrapping up. He, that agent canvassed the entire complex, the entire community. And like had him on pause asking people, do you know who these people are? And he found them. No. He was like, this person. The woman lived in the community. The the woman lived in the community. He goes, I don't know which, where they live, but she lives in the community. She lived it. So then I went on to the, the Facebook. um, Was let you know, they was just over there to be messy. You already live here. That's, that's, already what, have the that's house. what my rant was. I'm like, yeah. you should never have come into my home to begin with. You're not looking to move next you had door. You no intention no. to buy. No. Like, you just right. came here to be messy, yes. be nosy. Like, and you. then I saw them on my front door camera. There's a new build that was going mm-hmm. on across from us. And they were the man that sat naked in the in the massage chair was climbing through this person's new build home. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you doing this? You're like a he looked like he was in his mid 40s, late, late Maybe 40s, actually. Early, early 50s. 50s is what I was yeah. Thinking. yeah. So then I get on the Facebook group for our community and I post the edit, the the censored clip. And I say, you know, this woman, Without and this man bare butt showing because you can right. see it when he's pulling his oh, yeah. underwear and pants up when he gets up out of the massage chair whole ass was out <laughs> who raised you is what i mean uh, but wait it, the the explanation to this is even worse yeah. so i i got arthritis <laughs> it's worse than that actually 
So I find the the woman and well, I put the message up on our community and immediately everyone starts texting me or, or messaging me on their DM me and saying, I know hey, I know who she is. And she's, you know, she's a little timid and a little weird. So I don't know why she would do that. And that guy. And I will say the woman like stayed in the kitchen like she saw him do all this and you could tell she's embarrassed, but she didn't stop. She it. didn't stop it at all. She was laughing the entire yeah. time. She had a smile on her face. Mm-hmm. And then they went upstairs to my bedroom, which the oh. third floor is the master suite. Yeah. So they were up there and I don't have a camera up there except right. in my closet. And I'm like, what are they doing up there? Mm-hmm. So they started messaging me, telling me who she is. They said that she just dated that guy. She just started dating mm-hmm. him and they told me where she lived. And so I sent her a message and I said, hey, look, you guys came in my home today, disrespected me. You stripped naked. You allowed that man to do that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is my home word. This is my family's home. And you came in here and violated me. And I I was just really mad. And I told her. I want you to replace my massage chair. Mm -hmm. And I don't even remember how much the massage chair was. I think it was like three grand. Three grand. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I want a new massage chair. You can't take that image away. And so then she gives me the guy's number and he starts texting me and he's like, um, you know, I, I didn't know that anyone lived there. I thought it was a model home, and it was obvious it was someone's home. Are you gonna go to mattress firm Rick and Rick. get butt naked in the middle of the store and lay on it? Oh, you know what? I think this will feel really good on me after I get out the shower. Yeah. No, yeah. So then he's like, and I told him, I don't care, regardless of if it was a, a show home or whatever, you shouldn't have done that. And it's not, it's my family's home, and mm-hmm. now we don't even want to sit on that massage chair anymore. So then. I told him I want it replaced because I don't want to sit in that anymore. And you guys, you basically it's one thing if you did with your clothes. You just on. bought a chair. Right. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You just bought a chair. You just bought I'll, it. I'll go to your house. You break it. You buy it. And he's like, I'll go to your house and clean it personally. I said, nope. I don't want you back at my home. I said, you know what? Pay me for the chair. If you do not and pay me you for pay the me, chair, you come pick it up. <laughs> no, not even that. He's, right? he's not going to have it. But he was like, uh, I'll pay for it. He's like, sir, I was in the military. And I have so many injuries and, and, and body issues that I just wanted to show my girlfriend what kind of chair I want. I said, you didn't. It, it's There's nothing you and can say. And that required you to get naked. Actually, Ambrose said, well, if you're in the military, then you should have better manners. Right. You should know better. They taught you better than Way that. Way better. Call Way one better. of your upper commands and see what they think about all this. I bet they're going right. to love it. Right. So then he, you know, it got to the point where I, he was just really apologetic. And and at that point, I don't really care because you did what you did and you yeah. knew it was wrong at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Everybody saw it after. After they get caught. Expensive right. lesson to learn. Right. Mm. So I told him I'm going to sue him for public indecency mm-hmm. for coming into my home. And not only that, vandalism for exposing us to a virus. You know, you got butt naked. Mm. That's the worst kind. You got butt juice on my chair. Oh. <laughs> so uh, he ended up paying. Yeah. He ended up paying me the money. Rightfully so, though. They Absolutely. sent me a Zelle and, and like, I'll tell you. Mm. Yeah. That was the best yep. day ever. <laughs> you shouldn't have done it. it you know, like, you again, just shouldn't have done it. You should not. You, he won't do it again. He won't do it again. Mm-hmm. He won't even go into anybody's house, I bet, after right. that. So. No yeah, like, that's please. just, man. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's just this. <laughs> Stuff like that just don't sit right with me. It's just like, come on, man. You know better. He knew. He even, knew. If you was, even if you had bad upbringing, you know better. Yeah. Absolutely. He knew it. So that that was just 
that was the worst of selling my home, having home right. showings. And oh, yeah, it's we, hard. We had a couple of other things go on, you know, mm-hmm. just like agents not uh, parking in my garage. Just that not was, respecting your property. That was the, you know? the weirdest thing. He parked in the garage. In the garage. And and then he left, and he left my garage mm-hmm. door open. He left my back door open, and I I'm did, like, "What's going?" He was I, from Redfin. I ended up calling their, their broker <laughs> because they left their back door unlocked with their garage do- door open. So I, I mean, I had to make a complaint. You know, yeah. I had to let them know. So I don't know what happened, but hey. Yeah, no, that's a no, no. They at least. Yeah, because to. I told Teresa, I watched the camera. I'm like, I don't even think he left. I didn't see him leave through the front door. He went to the back of the house. And I'm like, so oh, weird. He, he went out of the garage. Yeah, it blows me Ooh. away. I guess I, I just have never had clients try any of these things, you right, know, right. and I guess it would happen to me. That's what it is. <laughs> There was, yeah, it was one thing after another over there. Right. Yeah. So. Some of that house. It must yeah. have been cursed. Or, <laughs> it been like. Cause these are, these are definitely those like just random, just like you would never think in your life that some something like this is mm-hmm. going to happen, and then it's just like when it does, you're like, well, damn. Yeah. Like in a career, you collect stories, and they seem to have collected in one house, like this, this. Yeah. <laughs> Where did all these happen at? How many different houses? They Same were all in one. One at the end of our time there too. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That house didn't want you to go. It was like no. Yeah. Right. Don't sell it. You're not selling us. Yes. Right. <laughs> Oh my God. I do miss the the only thing I miss about that house is the elevator. Mm, And then everybody comes over here and they're like, your house is so beautiful. And they're like, where's the elevator? elevator? (laughs) We're going to build a basement just so we can have an elevator. I'm thinking about putting an elevator up now. (laughs) Oh my God. A little one person elevator. (laughs) It was helpful, but. Especially I'm sure with like groceries and such. Because your kitchen was up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My kitchen was up there, but it it could be helpful in here. But eh, maybe not. I don't know. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in with us, um, learning about different things maybe that you didn't know about before when it comes to real estate. And uh, thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Jason, for joining us. I would say maybe just like, <laughs> like any parting, any parting words. Yeah. Like what, what advice do you have for someone right now? Don't buy a home right now. Know, like the market's not open. I hate to say that. Yeah. It's just and so it's, hard. And honestly, I do have clients call me and I'm just like, you can't buy right now. You're, yeah. you're an FHA buyer. You don't have any money to come up over asking, you're, yeah. you know, you have to be in this school district for whatever reason, you know, it's like right now is not your time, but right. it will be. You know, yeah, it it's hard. So, do it you have will, a backlog of clients that you want to call back later on when yeah, things get better? Of course, yeah, I keep in touch with everybody. Um, I'm actually having, I'll, I haven't told you yet, but oh. I'm having a client appreciation party probably oh. end of April. <laughs> so, okay. I'll keep you posted on that. Okay. Um, and it's open to anybody that wants to just come and learn about real estate. Ask me questions too. So, where's it going to um, be at? I'm thinking maybe the truck yard in the colony. Oh, Ooh, I like that place. Should be nice. Okay. Yeah, and they have little spaces I can rent out. So yeah, 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 yeah. We'll see. I haven't like narrowed it down yet, but okay. So yeah. when it, when you got guys, whenever this happens, you know, if you're interested, you know, we can put the information up. And yeah. this episode will air in March. Um, okay. So maybe you'll have some more details by then, and and yeah, and I we'll don't know if it, you can put our contact information up. Yeah. But um, yeah. we are always looking for investment properties, um, either for ourselves or for my clients. I have a client right now that's paying ridiculous amount of yeah. money for houses that need a little work. <laughs> so 
uh, don't be scared that you think, oh, my house isn't market ready. Like, there's a buyer for you. Right, how right, can, right. How um, can we contact then, you right now? Like, what can you give us? Uh, give us your email, yeah. your phone number, your Instagram, however you want us to contact you okay. guys. So again, I'm Teresa Lively Riney, and you can find me at Your Lively Agent on Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Um, and then our phone number is nine seven two three two two four five nine zero. Teresa at yourlivelyagent.com or contact at theinvestorcouple.com. And we will put all this information uh, when we air the episode. And if you have a house to sell, I know people have always said now's the time to sell, but now is the time to sell. Oh, <laughs> man. You're not going to get more for your house. I just, I mean, like I said, 20, 30, 40, 100,000 over asking. Over, out the gates. Yep. Market's up. Market is crazy right now. So if you have somewhere to go and you can sell, now's the time to sell. And that's a big question we get and we don't have an answer. I had a friend of mine ask the other day. He said, I'm refinancing my house and I got an as is appraisal for over $200,000. He goes, Why? He goes, Tell me why I'm not stupid for selling. Mm-hmm. So the first question, where are you heading? Where are you gonna go? Yours is up that much, and so is everything Mm -hmm. else you'd ever look at. Like now, right now, to me, this is the time to move from say if you're in a place you're not happy with, it's the best time to move. Mm -hmm. Get this one, get into something better. That you really want to keep. We have because if the market crashes, it's gonna crash too. Right. Yeah, okay. Would you rather crash in something you don't like or crash in something you do like? Right. Yeah. Facts, though. Facts. <laughs> You're yeah. going to crash. I want the one I want to keep. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, when we it hits. We have people selling and buying RVs. Really? Mm-hmm. And I mean, they say, we're going to do this until the market calms down a little bit. We're going to take our half a million dollar, you know, um, equity that we had in our house. Yeah. And we're going to buy an RV. Hey, and when the you market, can do it. Yeah. I don't think I could live in RV, <laughs> but um, tiny homes. Mine has yeah. to be the one that like expands yeah, absolutely. really big. And yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had someone, you know, they're they're in a new relationship and their boyfriend or whatever has a house, so they're selling another house, one of their houses. They're moving in together because mm. they're going to take the equity out. You oh know? wow! Bam. So there's a lot of different scenarios. It's Bo- like boyfriend though. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like we sold your home and now you're breaking up. <laughs> no, right. I'm just kidding. Right. <laughs> right. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we hope that everyone gets some information out of this. We're going to post all their contact information. Uh, we'll post the event um, yeah. if you want us to. Okay. And I'll be there. Good. Yeah. Got food there. I'll be there. There'll be food. There'll be drinks. <laughs> There's food. <laughs> food and drinks, guys. And you can learn something about real estate. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, right now, she said it's not really the time to buy. But if you can move and sell your home, then that's that kind of that's what I was going to ask yeah, you. But- Kind of makes me wonder how much we would have got for our home now. I I wonder that too. Not just with you, but with a lot of people. I'm like, gosh, even six months ago, like the houses I sold, I'm like, if they would have waited, I wonder what we would have got. I know. Because it is is a guessing game right now. Yeah. Even with appraisers. I mean, they're working hard. Oh, we saw the appraisals. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it was like crazy? Uh, it's just like you can get somebody that can really appraise your home for a really good value. And then you can get someone that just like, it feels like they're low balling. It's you. one person's opinion of value. Right. Is what it is. Also, it only I goes mean, the appraisal is really just one person. I almost one person. told Teresa, I'm going to become an appraiser. They have an appraisal standard that they have to go by. But yeah, I mean, you but can still. get one appraisal, one person and they say your house is worth 300,000. Another one can go 240. Another one could be 380. I mean, it's and right now they're they're having a really hard time with the market because you know you think your house is worth what someone will pay for it right well right now they're paying 
a hundred thousand over asking. Right. Is this house really worth that? Oh, so it's hard for them right now. I just listed a house because then they can't. They don't want to lowball, but then they don't want to like shoot too high at the right. same time. But it's like they have a fuicious duty to the bank, so they well, have to yeah. be honest to the bank. Yeah. But then again, they're sitting there looking at the clients, and if I go as if I say that this house doesn't appraise, this client's going to lose the house. Right. It will be my fault. Or have to bring so or much this money. Client to- might have to bring more money to the table, and that will be my fault. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the day, if they make bad choices and this whole thing turns and houses start coming back, the appraiser's the one that gets blamed. Because the bank's going to say, well, you said that house well, was worth it. Well, you said it was worth it. You said it was worth $300,000, and all of a sudden the market's not there. What happened? Well, mm. at the time that I looked at it, They're and I go, where was spot. the data to produce that? And they have to go and answer their question. I just had a, I just listed a house facts. for two seventy. And we had multiple offers the first weekend. We ended up taking two ninety five. The appraiser actually called me and said, "Hey, I see that you had because I will go into the MLS after we have multiple offers and yeah. put in there, hey, we have multiple offers because the appraiser can see that. Right, right, right. Sometimes I'll leave the offers on the table at the house for the appraiser to see because I want them to see what the market is, is doing willing to pay for this house. And so she called me and she goes, Hey, I'm appraising this house. Um, you know, what were your offers like? And I told her, I said, I've had two of this amount, you know, I had three yeah, in the two yeah. eighties and I had three offers over two ninety, and we didn't even take the highest offer. We just took the best terms. So she appraised it. So she could see, we have multiple offers in this two ninety five range. Obviously the market's willing to pay that for this house. Yeah. So, the clients didn't have to pay $25,000 right, right, right. because that's what they would have had to come if they would have appraised it at list price. Yeah. So but some people have it now. They that's do. why they're saying yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think Dallas is kind of the last one to show up to the table in regards to value. You know, we, we hear the conversations that New York is a lot more expensive mm-hmm. and California is a lot more expensive. Right. So when they sell there, they're coming here with a large wad of cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if, if we all as a, People from Dallas, Texas say this house is worth $200,000, but somebody put a thumb on the scale. The inventory went down, but I need to live there. And I just sold a house that netted me two hundred grand in my pocket. I'm buying. I'll buy it or whatever. My family's going to live there tonight and yours ain't. And that's, Period. I think, honestly, where we're sitting at yeah. Yeah. in a real estate market. I need a roof over my family's head. I've got two hundred grand. I'm willing to spend it all. Yeah. And that's, I'll go that's as exactly high as it why I have go. this money is mm-hmm. for a home. Yeah. So I'm this. That's the only thing that's going to happen over. is I'm going to pay it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I'll just and I'm getting it. something better than what I had that I was paying. Even twice, though they're overpaying. Mm-hmm. To them, it was free money because nine times out of ten, the real estate they bought in one of those places did exactly what it's doing here now. There. Yeah. Then oh makes sense. So to them in their mind, they did, they made their payments every year, but somehow their house just skyrocketed. Right. So they're up regardless. It's ridiculous fool's money to them to start with. So if mm-hmm. they just dump it into another house, it wasn't mine to start with. Mm-hmm. Right. It just put a roof over my head the way I needed to do. And we're always answer, happy to answer any questions from anyone, whether they're our client or not. You know, if you have questions about the market, about investing, about buying or selling, we love to. Talk to you. Or, That'd be yeah. So that's why it'd be good for people to go to this event. You know, I have I have several friends that are looking for various properties mm-hmm. or, or maybe even to sell. Right. And I always tell them, hey, call my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but let's try this one more time, guys. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank no, you. seriously, thank Thanks you for, for coming us. out here. And and no, I no, always, no, no, no. I have another. <laughs> okay. We're done. I always point this out. I honestly always point this out. It, it's ten fourteen at night. You yeah. guys are here. And this is kind of what it takes, you know, doing these things to grow your business and keep Mm -hmm. 
showing people, you know, hey, we're here, we're, we're we want to work, and we're I always commend anywhere. that. Right, I always commend that to everyone. You know, all the entrepreneurs that come over here, we we have a weird schedule. Yeah, he does. Well, we, I have a weird schedule. <laughs> and so, you know, you guys got to come over here late at night. So, thank you very much for definitely doing that. I know you guys live far well, from we here. We appreciate and, you having us, and we love what you guys are doing. With thank all you, your thank you. Different. I love that it's something different every week. So, yeah. yeah. We try, to, people. try to mix it up, keep yeah. people guessing. Yep. You never know what's coming right. next. Oh, my God. So, next week, guys, we have our, um, it's our, we have our pop culture. Yeah, pop culture, pop yep. culture, pop we have culture. Our pop culture. We may or may not have a guest. We're still thinking about it. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We always do. Yeah. <laughs> but guys, happen. keep listening to us. Keep following us. Like, subscribe, share, comment. Even if you don't listen to the podcast and you want to support us because you're a friend or you're a family member um, or you just want to support people that are trying to help other people be seen and heard, you know, share our stuff, comment on our stuff, For like real. our stuff. It doesn't, it doesn't cost you anything to do that. We just need know? one third. One third. <laughs> Of the support you this give to your favorite everybody, celebrity, everybody just give us one third of the, the the time and energy that you put into your favorite celebrity. Just give us one third of as that. As fast as you hit right. the like button on Kim K's picture that she posted, hit that on ours too. Yeah, it's just uh, it's two seconds. Tap tap. It doesn't even it. take that long, and it, it seriously does help us out a lot. So, guys, keep following us. Um, other than that, we have any other. It's your boy Black Zeus, oh, aka King of the Streets, aka Marlin <laughs> TV, aka the aka man of the hour. <laughs> I had to get that in. Thank you guys. Uh.